Hello, my fellow journeyers on the paths of pain, dancers around the circles of death, feasters at the large table of suffering, strange apparitional shadows moving through the dark each morning or whenever you find time to get that run in. Welcome back to the Running on Purpose podcast. I'm waxing a bit loquacious today. It's pretty interesting. I have a, an episode already in the in the can, if you will, that's ready to be put out. And I'm probably going to do not a two-for-one in one week, but because I've kind of committed to just putting out one episode every two weeks, I will break that rule in typical Sisson fashion pretty immediately and put out a second episode next week because that episode is on how running is a movement practice and my thesis statement about that, sort of a working document that I hope to uh, use and as a reference point that I can then as, as stated as a reference point, go back to and say, hey, go listen to that or, or go engage with that content. But also so I can continue to iterate and iterate and iterate off of it. I tried to make it a pretty big overview and, excuse me, I think I did pretty well. But I think that as I was in the throes of wrestling with the concept of purpose in my current iteration, where I'm standing now, you know, mid-October of 2023, referring back to the start of the Telos business that I started and my own running journey and then the journey of being a coach. All of that, thinking about it from the the question of um, what a practice is, it's, it's always going back to some kind of purpose or some kind of ground of view, if you will. And so I thought it might be really helpful and useful to do an episode spontaneously, extemporaneously, on running on purpose. So that's what I'm doing. No notes, just a, just a ramble, folks. And the idea here is to say, first of all, just what is what do I mean by running on purpose? Um, and what I mean by it is, first off, there's that exoteric sort of on-the-surface definition of running on purpose as opposed to running on accident or running without purpose or running in a way that's not referring to what purpose might mean. Um, and I, I kind of think of that in the, in, in the context of running on accident as its opposite to sort of highlight what I mean by running on purpose. It just means that it, it's not a random thing. It's something that you keep doing. You keep walking out the door. You keep finding a reason to put the shoes on, to put the shorts on, to get out there to ref look at your results after you finish your run on whatever uh, whatever you use for your data collection, whether you do a, you know, you're using Garmin or Strava or you do a handwritten log or however however you refer to it, there's a purpose there. There's in it is a is a reason for doing it, uh, if you will. It's like it's not a random thing. You didn't just wake up in the middle of the night and decide, you know what, I think tomorrow morning I'm going to go for a run. Although some people who listen to this may be there. I don't think most of my listener base is in that space. So I just want to highlight that, that we are running on purpose, like we're doing it because we care. And and 
as a statement, a declarative statement, a statement of purpose, if you will, a, a, a sort of mission, it's a, it's a really good one. <laughs> and that's why I came back to it after thinking about utilizing a different name. Um, because I think it actually has some legs and I think it's got a really fun, there might be a fun way to keep playing with this. Yeah, it, it's intrinsic. It's just there. And we keep doing it because the purpose is that we just find it purposeful. Not that there's some deep meaning to it necessarily, although I'm going to go into that in a second. It's much more that it's just here I find myself. And this is a place of purpose I think nearly every runner can resonate with. Uh, Kristen and I did a series of episodes, two episodes. I think they're episodes 11 and 12 of the Running on Purpose podcast that cut back in 2020. In those dark days of the post-pandemic trying to figure out where things were going and how they were working. We did an episode on how to find your running purpose. Um, I think I listened to the first episode at least um, today on my run. And uh, I think it's, um, you know, what's going on there is a, is, is a pretty deep dive around trying to find the reason why you're running. And I think that that's a space that makes people uncomfortable sometimes. That's been my experience as much as I try to push the idea of trying to create some kind of purpose statement for running, like a, a one of the steps in that process is a letter to running. Uh, it seems to be something that a lot of people push back, back against because that's not why they run. Maybe they think they should because a coach that they, re that they respect thinks that they should. And I do think that I was probably banging my drum pretty hard, evangelizing a little bit too, uh, too, too loudly and proudly about the need for some deep esoteric import to why you're running. I still believe that that can be useful and helpful, but I do recognize an entire segment of the running population, perhaps even, well, I, I, I argue, at least it seems to be the way it plays out in my day-to-day -day working is that the vast majority of people really aren't interested in going that deep. But what they are interested in is really is, is that they are, they do know that they don't do it on accident and they do it every day because it brings some kind of meaning to their life. It brings some kind of order. It brings balance. It brings a lot of the things that might be that deeper experience, that esoteric side of it, but they're not referring to it in that way. They're, they're having the feeling states, if you will, the experience states of it being purposeful because it, it fulfills um, many of the needs that they have as an individual, um, as a human being, not as a runner. And, uh, and therefore, it, it has a purpose. It's not an accident. You're doing it because you love it or you want to do it or you feel compelled to do it or whatever the case may be. So I just wanted to highlight that part of it. Like that, That's where I, I've now come to as a true beauty to the term or the, or the name running on purpose. So now come to the esoteric part of this, um, the more deeper metaphysical, uh, existential, and um, philosophical, maybe even spiritual context around running on purpose. Is that running on or grounding in purpose so that there is some deeper uh, foundational value that a subset of the running population who listens to this podcast resonates with. Um, 
that's where I, that's kind of the reason I came up with the name is to run on purpose. Um, and I think that that, I wanted to unpack that a little bit for y'all. Um, again, in, in the fall of 2023, rather than whenever I did that other episode or, or all the episodes I did before, but sort of as a, as a statement of purpose for myself on what I'm hoping this podcast will be. I know I did a, a return episode last week, but this episode really much more is like when Steve talks about purpose, when he's referencing purpose, what is he referencing? A, he's referencing that you're doing it not on accident, but because um, there's some kind of intrinsic meaning to you that you that you can't unpack. But then on top of, but underneath, not on top, underneath that um, is some kind of statement about the world. A statement about yourself, uh, a being in the world. A statement about um, all the others that do the thing you do, which is running. That we recognize, try to find the relationality, the relationships between various aspects of what we enjoy, what we need, what we um, despair about running that uh, create some kind of fundamental ground that you as a human being use to experience and create meaning on a day-to-day basis in your life. And this is why I think running is a path with heart because it has this capability. It can hold the water of that experience. And I think one of the things I hope to do over the course of hopefully many, many episodes of this podcast is to keep expanding, meaning reaching up and outside the body, up and outside of experience, up and outside of uh, the, the contextual circumstances that you find yourself in when you're running. Um, so to move outside of just that present moment and to reach back or reach forward towards a thing, moving towards a purpose or towards a goal or something you want to achieve. There's, there's that, that expansion element that I think is really important to thinking about running on purpose. We're expanding, we're moving out, we're learning, we're changing, transforming. So there's an outward expression of that. But I also argue that there's an inner expression of that, what you might call a deepening. So you move inward to uh, just be with the oscillations and the rhythms and the movement that happens when you run on a trail or a road, when you run with other people or alone, when you're deep in the groove, if you will. Uh, That's... um, just yours and deeply purposeful because it's just yours and that is an inner work that's doing real work yes there's the inner machinations of the way the body operates from a metabolizing of fuel and sending oxygen and blood to the working muscles and keeping a good rhythm biomechanically and making sure that your ground contact and your body positioning and all those things that are actually inner workings, things that are happening under the hood, I like to say sometimes, like beyond your autonomically, not in your conscious awareness. 
But when you're running on purpose from this more deepened state of the idea, you're developing skill sets, redeveloping skill sets, I'll argue. I think these are these are birthrights of the human species that we've worked well with and had skill skillful means for for hundreds of thousands of years. Now, of course, modern Homo sapiens sapiens is really only I think three thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand at the most years, but but we are, <laughs> are, and when we talk about being inner, when we talk about being um, uh, a being, we are an evolutionary product of and the the mammalian class of subspecies, uh, a particular version of that, and therefore there are old ways, there are there are patterns and and means and methods that have kept us safe and kept us flourishing and kept us continuing to grow. And so those things I'm arguing um, seem esoteric, outer, like inner, I mean inner and, and, and hard to figure out, and other, and not you. And I'm arguing with a deepening of your purpose, you can touch base with those. And these are as simple as um, sensing with various sense organs your ears, your eyes, your nose, your ta- your, your mouth, your, um, your breath, your skin. And those are just the external, your interoception, your proprioception. These are skills. These are, these are, these are already happening. They're already available to you. And running on purpose is running on the purpose meant for the, our species to have developed. And there are good arguments for how we have developed evolutionarily as homo sapiens sapiens, because we are effective runners. Certainly, a potential argument for human consciousness being a sub, being not fully responsible, but partly responsible for um, what we mean by being human. But I run with my dogs on a consistent basis, and damn if they don't also have that inner experience. You can just see it in them. Um, they're gear changing. All those things. They're not. They're not rational about them because they're not rational creatures, to my knowledge. They don't operate in that space. They operate more instinctually. But we have the ability to be running on purpose instinctually, running on purpose rationally, running on purpose intellectually, running on purpose somatically. We have we have a multimodal approach or a multimodal capacity that we need to explore and that I think in this podcast is going to be one of my is my main if not one of my main missions to help you source inner resources recognize first lean into the ones that you feel most resonant with and use those as uh, initial gateway to a deepened somatic experience a deepened um relation to your inner self, whatever that might be, um, and how running can do that. And then work on things you might be less comfortable with, things that either you have a blind spot around where you can't even see, just based on attention. A lot of times our ability to keep attention on one particular thing um, will deeply impact our ability to, to resource paying attention to other things. And so paying attention to those other things that we're not so good at just like training the aspects of your physical prowess that they're, that are not proud, that are not good, <laughs> that you're not a master of. 
actually really enhances your long-term running perspective. So I want to keep bringing up areas that though you may not find of interest right now, uh, maybe in the future you will. Or for those folks who are finding this podcast a year, two, 10, 50,000, 10,000 years after it's um, been cut and, and put out to the world, that you find that these areas are things that you know you need to refer to. So you're interested in them and, and you find that the content that this podcast will be putting out over the coming years as um, reinforcing the habits and experience that you have of running, but also exposing you to um, other modalities, other ways of being inner and outer, other ways of running on purpose that are helpful and beneficial. So that's where I'm coming from when I mean running on purpose. Now let's unpack a little bit my, my modern thinking or my current thinking on what purpose is. Uh, just for a little context, historical context, I spent um, right before the pandemic, um, all of the fall of 2019 and the spring of 2020, I went through a specific training, purpose training. This was a, a uh, an online course where the teacher was trying to provide us with ways of finding our own deep inner purpose, our deep purpose, our, our reason for being. And then there was another option um, and that was one semester long and then there was a second option for the for the for the next semester to then become a purpose guide to help people with their purpose and so I took that training because um, in the process of making the running up the uh, running rogue podcast with Chris I'd, I'd frequently felt like maybe I was I was stretched out beyond um, what I felt was ethical in terms of doing harm to people by suggesting and recognize suggesting and referring to deep um, psychological inner states that they may not have capability or or ability to deal with themselves, and that I hadn't been trained in an effective way to help unpack and 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 work skillfully and and helpfully and he, in a healing way towards resolving or 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 at least exposing and then working with. So I felt really uncomfortable about that. It was a, it was a challenge for me. So I took this course to try to get better at that and to be to feel competent and confident in my ability to negotiate and navigate tricky, challenging psychological spaces with people who frequently as runners, we're, we're not many of the people I work with. It's their, their inner experience and their spiritual experiences, their psychological experiences really aren't relevant to their experience of running or they don't think it is. Of course, the reason why I talked about it a lot and the reason why I took the course was because I truly believe that they were and I still do. But I do recognize now that this idea of purpose and the way that we frame it in our Western Christian, post-Christian, Christian or post-Christian, but Western Enlightenment, uh, material scientific growth-oriented mindset kind of milieu, if you will, the way we, the way we operate currently, the, the cultural context that we're in, really privileges purpose in a way that I'm not, I don't, I'm not comfortable to, I'm not comfortable standing there anymore. I'm not comfortable with the idea that everyone has a purpose in a way that I could point it out. Now, I think I do believe that everyone has a purpose, but it's not some grand purpose that creates meaning. 
the way that I, I thought it did before. Now I feel like in that, in that sense, you might say that running is meaning of running. What's the meaning of running or what's the meaning of life? What's the meaning of running? What's the meaning of life? Instead now, I view it far more from a process perspective, from an ongoing, in-the-moment, direct experiential model that's an outgrowth of the day-to-day challenges and skills and stuff that shows up. And so therefore, it's meaning in life rather than meaning of life purpose in life rather than purpose of life. It might sound subtle, but believe me, I've spent a lot of time, well over three years, trying to get to grips with this idea of purpose. And so one of the things I hope to share with you all through the process of creating and then recording and then hopefully engaging with the rest of you on these topics that I can show that um, we don't need that outside culturally construed idea that there's a place to get to there might be and when we think about talk about running a marathon we do we do we do think that we, we mean to get to the finish of the race We mean to get to the finish of the race in a certain time. But I don't think that that's why you do it. I do. I don't. I think you might think that's why you do it. But I think the reason you keep coming back to it and the reason why you're listening to this episode and why you'll listen to future episodes is because you know you just do it because it has some other deeper more resonant thing going on intrinsically that you're curious about. So yeah, the goal may be to learn, but that learning means that you're present in the moment, not moving forward to some future state. That future state is inevitable, although you will never be there. If you are in that future state, you will be still in a present that's thinking of it as a past. Yeah, wrap your head around that. But my main point here is that purpose, while I do believe it is an ultimate aim, hence the name telos, which is a Greek word for the word, is the Greek version of what we what we use in English to say ultimate aim, what you might say is the, the big, grandiose purpose, in my opinion, is the process. It's the growth ongoing in the present moment that happens that where we find ourselves, And that by itself is running on purpose. It's grounded in direct experience. and how much running really feeds that part of us that I call a soul. Again, we can get hung up on the word soul. We can get hung up on the word purpose. I hope we don't. But what I'm meaning by soul is your unique expression in this, in your current state, 
that is based on your past and, and looking forward to a future, but is your current state and the way you express it. If you're curious about a soul, look at a young person, especially um, someone, you know, five to 10 years old. And we see there is you see a complex nervous system working out what it means to be that particular person with their parents and brothers and sisters and communities and um, ways of thinking and challenges and imagination and all the things when we watch that we're watching because I do I have a stepdaughter who I watch this closely with she's not really doing that much referring to some future or to some past but instead just being herself and so this is what I mean by soul soul is being skillful at being yourself and running allows a deeper well for doing that. It provides a physiological well. It provides a psychological well. It provides an intellectual well. It provides, I I argue, a altered state well. I mean, we're all hungry for altered states. This is why we drink a glass of wine or a beer. This is why we watch a movie. This is why we make love. This is why we uh, eat chocolate, drink coffee. We're looking for a enhancement of our current cognitive state. And running, whew, it's good at this. It's really good at this. That, and that's why it's so sticky. It's why we fall into its web. It's incredibly effective at helping us feel what it feels like to be Steve or to be Michael or to be Wendy or to be Julie or to be Francesca or to be anything at all. And why are we anything at all? Yeah, I'm bringing the woo. Now, I don't, that's another area. I mean, I've got you ear and we're only 30 minutes into this and I was planning on going 40, 45. So yeah, I'm going to go there. What do I mean? I just, I just, and we've, we've sort of unpacked, I've unpacked purpose, I think relatively effectively, uh, highlighted on soul and what I'm talking about with soul. I'm not talking about some future, some, some multimodal reincarnated many time through entity that I may or may not believe in, but that's not what I'm referring to. I'm just referring to a unique individual experience that's, uh, that's deeper than your egoic, uh, habitual, patterned version of yourself, but rather your playful, dancing, childlike, free play, engaged, present version of that. So what about woo? When I say woo, the reason I say woo is because I think for a long time, I, I still do feel a little bit like people are going to think that anything that we talk about that's metaphysical, which means um, beyond the physical, that's literally the meaning of metaphysical, beyond the physical, is in some way, shape, or form not real. And um, and so I want to... I want to... Uh, try to stop myself from stay, saying the word woo because it's limiting of the human species and, and not representative 
or denigrating um, denigrating uh, this beyond the physical unseen aspect of what it is to be human. And that's important because so much of what we talk about when we talk about running is going to be couched in um, your next race. It's going to be couched in your physical capacities and capability and getting better in those areas. It's going to be based on your relation to the data that you accumulate or the goal that you're set. It's going to be things that we can see that we think are real. But much of what I'm talking about in this podcast, running on purpose, is that there's other things going on that we don't see that are deeply resonant for us that bring meaning in our running. What's energy? When we talk about metabolism, we've broken metabolism down into these, these, these biological, physiological constructs that are just verbal categories for what we're seeing when we look under a microscope or use an FRMI machine or whatever way that the biologists and exercise physiologists are finding out their information. But those are all processed. Those are all processed through, I would argue, things that are not seen, even though they have a visual representation. That's why they, we value them is that there is a visual representation, but they're representing things that we can't see. We don't see the blood moving. Not while we're doing it. However, you can have an experience of your blood flowing. Anyone who's had that experience of feeling like their heart was pounding in their ears, which is a pretty consistent feeling for some people, or that feeling, that taste of blood on the tongue, that's a experiential sense gate that is referencing. Without blood, there's no blood there. It's just the taste of blood. It's some kind of physiological reaction, chemical reaction within the body towards uh, hard work. That it tastes that way. And so just because, but, but nobody gives me any shit for saying that. But if I say that you can feel the ground, or you can sense your body in all dimensions at one time, or you can focus your attention on one part of your body, people start to check out. They start to say, yo, wh where are you going with this? And what I'm going to say is, I think it's skillful and useful means for being a better runner. And you don't take my word for it. Please don't. Don't take my word for it. See if... The proof should be in the pudding. Every one of the episodes that I put out over the coming years should be able to provide you a reasonable argument for why I think it's important and how I think it's practically applicable to your running experience. And if I can't show that, if I'm asking you to take it on faith or, hey, just trust me, call me on it. I, I doubt I will because it's really not the way I operate. Anybody that works with me um, in a one-on-one -on -one capacity as a coach, they realize real quickly that I'm frequently asking the athlete what their experience was and, and really not trying to place my experience on their experience. I try to use that to help my past experience or what I think is theoretically or conceptually going to be an appropriate response to what their description of their inner experience is or their outer experience. But ultimately what I'm ha trying to make sure that happens is that they personally have a direct experience of the things that are going on. And if you're not, then I'm sorry, but you're just checked out. And you're significantly limiting 
your ability to benefit from all the skill sets, all the sensorial gates, all the options available to the human species. Now there's a there's a question in physics about whether time is real or it's a human construct. I'm always interested in these kinds of questions. Um, I'm not a physicist, so I'm going to be speaking, I would speak if I did speak about it, as a lay person who has very little experience and is likely going to mangle any and all description of it. But I'm a human. And to me, shit, seems like time passes. Although it's really interesting that if you're cognizant of time in real time, we are in an internal, eternal present. But leave that alone, because when we're running, we watch our watch, and there's a, a time passing by, second by second. Interesting how, how did we decide on a second, why wasn't one second, two seconds, or half a second? But I digress. But we use these references as um, ways for us to be more... representative to attempt to represent what we think is going on what we experience is going on and they're symbols time is a symbol space is a symbol don't take it don't 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 go too far down that road you don't have to go down that far down that far down the road with me I do believe those things, but I'm not going to be able to hear unpack them in a way that would be um, an effective argument for why I think that's to be true, except just to say, again, we have an experience of time. We look at our watch. The watch is referring symbolically to the passing of things that we then use to help us be more skillful and more capable, which is basically to run down the road faster, which actually, if you think about it, let me express this because I've shared it in a number of different contexts over many years. You really aren't getting faster. What you are doing is you're becoming more efficient, using less energy, less metabolic output to do the same thing that you were doing a month ago, six months ago, two years ago, because you've trained those capacities and capabilities to the point where they're more effective at doing that. And so therefore you use less energy to move at the same pace so you can move faster because the energy allows you to do that. So are you really faster or are you more efficient? That's what this podcast is hoping to help you do. To think critically or to think creatively. To use your imagination about the imaginal. to attempt to purpose your running. And if we do a good job of purposing your running, if I do a good job of providing you a greater depth of experience, an expanded sense of experience about what running can be and may be in your life, then I've done my job. And it's a job I don't see anybody else doing. It's 
It's my purpose. So that's me unpacking running on purpose. I, I wandered a little bit and uh, hopefully came along the ride with me. If you didn't, that's all good. Hopefully each week the content consistently will reiterate the vision I have and the and the, the mission I feel I'm on to try to bring purpose to your running and allow you to expand and deepen your experience of moving through space effectively. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in with me. Be ready next week. Next week we'll we'll cover, I'll put out the episode, running as a movement practice, a foundational way of considering and thinking about running that situates racing or the pursuit I call it within the context of, of the practice. So I'll unpack that next week that I hopefully can use over time to to deepen and expand your experience of running. I really appreciate your attention. I hope it's worth your time and energy. Yeah. Godspeed, y'all. Godspeed. Godspeed.